All right, welcome back to the Razor Rally Podcast, guys. Uh, your hosts this week are Derek and Nikki T. And yeah, we're here with Miss Royal Lynn. Hello. Hey, well, thanks for, first of all, taking the time to come over here and hang with us. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So, Derek's going to start us off. Yeah, so let's have a little bit of fun. So I know when you were younger, um, you definitely sang in a lot of competitions. Mm-hmm. And I always mm-hmm. like to bring up that one when you were 15. <laughs> tell our listeners about that. Yeah, so when I was 15, um, I'm from Canada, obviously. So my mom <laughs> woke me up out of bed and said, come on, you've got an audition. And that didn't happen a lot. So I was like, <laughs> okay. And it was for a Hannah Montana Kind of like a tribute, but Canadian style. All right. So I went and I auditioned. Uh, I think there were 100 girls, and our towns were really small. So it was like surrounding towns. 100 girls auditioned, and uh, they told me the first week that I'd gotten Hannah. So uh, <laughs> there was four weeks of auditions, and we were still on week one. So we had to go and go through all the girls again, and we picked the backup singers and dancers. and. I got fitted for my wig because I have brown hair naturally. <laughs> so that's kind of how I knew I could go blonde. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I got to be Hannah Montana. We toured around Ontario and we did awesome shows. And halfway through the show, I would take my wig off and I got to be Miley. Yeah. So it was it's hilarious <laughs> being older now, <laughs> yeah. thinking about it. But I definitely have been on stage since I was a kid. So... Yeah, that's a, I mean, if you're thinking about it, that's, you're getting thrown into the fire that way, (laughs) right? And it's an audience of people similar to your own age, but also I'm sure there's their parents and stuff there too, you know what I mean? Yeah, oh, my mom is my biggest fan. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, she would go out and buy like Hannah clothes is what we called them. So (laughs) she'd come in, she'd be like, oh, I bought you like a Hannah jacket. I'd be like, sweet, best of both worlds, really. Yeah. (laughs) So you started singing young and, Mm -hmm. you know, you're from a small town near Ontario. Yep. I uh, grew up on a horse farm, mm-hmm. so how did that kind mm-hmm. of inspire you know the songs that you write today? Well, I started writing when I first got my first guitar. I actually only knew, like, not even joking, two or three chords. And uh, I started writing, and I would show my mom all my songs, and even looking, she's kept every single one. <laughs> um, there's a bin at home that I found, like, maybe a year or two ago, and she had every single one that I was just like, this is a terrible song. <laughs> and uh, it's moments like that what when you're older and you know you get to move to Nashville and actually get to write with other people and it's like I you know I started so young and you learn so much along the journey yeah but it was amazing growing up on the farm like I had a hound dog and you know (laughs) I skateboarded in the shop because we only had gravel (laughs) (laughs) Um, but it's been so much fun and my mom taught me to ride from you know as a little girl so it's always been a huge part of like the western side of me yeah so I'm so grateful for that and I think people don't realize how much country there is in Canada, too. You <laughs> I know. know what I mean? It's, it's one of those things where you don't think about it. But if you're talking about female talent in country music, there's mm-hmm. so much from Canada and, and has been from, you know, Shania all the yeah. way up to today. Mm-hmm. Girls like Megan Patrick and yep. Tennille Towns and Tennille Arts and just you, the, the list goes on. Yeah. Includes you as well. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah. They are incredible. <laughs> yeah. So to be put on a list with them is thank you. Absolutely. <laughs> Um, when you, we were down here at CMA Fest this last year, <laughs> yes. um, we had you play our, our first actual event. That yes. was like our first real event. You got to play it for us. I had so much fun. I was shaking. My boots are shaking. <laughs> oh. So I'm a, I'm a huge fan of Megan. Yeah. I've been watching her since, you know, a few years ago, even here, right? Yeah. Like I would catch her singing out at the bars, like, you know, how I started here too. So yeah. it w- when I saw our names on the list together, I was shocked. 
I remember texting David Tucker and yeah. I was like, oh my God. He's like, have you seen the list? <laughs> I was, so it was so yeah. much fun. And like, you know, being able to um, hear all their originals, like it's, it's a great experience. Yeah. And we thank you so much for doing that. <laughs> I was more than happy to do it for you. Don't you worry. <laughs> that was a fun one. Um, so yeah, you've been writing since you were really young. Mm -hmm. Um, you've written hundreds of songs. Hundreds. And I can't say a lot of them are, you know, great, but you have the few that you're like, I love these songs. <laughs> yeah. um, how often do you write songs? Is it every day for you? It's pretty much every other day right now. Um, okay. we took a, I took a little bit of a break once we got um, what I wanted to release out to the public done. I really wanted to take a step back and refuel and recharge because yeah. I felt like my creative side was kind of... Um, it was almost like pushing it a little bit too far, trying to write every single day for me. Yeah. And especially, I I like the more Western side of things. Yeah. So I found like the ideas weren't hitting me as hard. So I took a break. I spent a lot of time out at the farm. Like I made sure that I was like, you know, taking in as much as I could for new inspiration for the songs. Yeah. And I think when you're looking at your vibe and the kind of music that you make, that it kind of lives in that like Texas-y, like yeah. authentic original kind of, I love you know, it. Music. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it like fuels me. I, you know, I find that a lot of modern country music is, you know, there's a big beat in it, and I'm still stuck on the George Strait yeah. path. You know, yeah. so it's it's definitely a big difference when I hear other people playing out and seeing what other people are coming up with. So I'm super happy to be doing the Western. Yeah, and I think that the cool thing about country music now is that there's so much range and there's such a big market yeah. that I think there's room for everything in it now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which mm -hmm. I think wasn't maybe necessarily the case 15 or 20 years ago. No. But now right. there's the boundaries are growing and that leans heavily to both sides. It leans more to the poppy side mm -hmm. and it leans more to the traditional side as well. Yes. So I think it's a it's a great time to be a country music fan. <laughs> it is. And it's it's cool to see artists like like yourself kind of find your little area and space and and move towards that path. Yeah, and run with it. Absolutely. Yeah. So how long have you lived in Nashville? So I have been here officially one year on a visa, packed my car and moved down here. Um, but I've been coming back for almost like three and a half, four years now. <laughs> so it started out with just trips here and there. And, you know, it's super hard uh, with the border and everything. It's not like you can just pack up and move. So right. I really tried to get roots down here before I moved. Right. It's a right. different country for me. I, yep. I didn't really know what I was coming into. So when I dropped out of university and I was like, I'm going to Nashville, my mom was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's like by far the best decision I've ever made. Yeah. Definitely. And so you released a few singles mm -hmm. um, a while ago. Was that after you moved to Nashville or was it before you moved to Nashville? That was before the move. Mm -hmm. I had done that when I was still coming back and forth. Cool. Um, but yeah. And then let's talk about the new project. <laughs> I'm so excited about the new project. Yeah, we uh, we actually, you know, are, are good buddies with Mr. Grady Saxman. <laughs> and uh, we've been talking to him about working on your project. And it's yeah. really cool to see two people that we love and two people that we think are so talented working together. He is fantastic. Yeah. He really, like, brought my vision to life. Yeah. Um, it's been a huge, you know, honor working with someone who's worked with such amazing artists as well. And who else has been working on that project with you guys? Um, so we we used um, Greywood for video. Okay. So I did a crowdfundme uh, yeah. um, for, for this project. I really wanted to um, give it all I could, and yeah. I couldn't have done that without 
you know, the help of all my friends and family and fans. Yeah. Um, so we went in the studio and we did like a behind the song, um, kind of like a, like a documentary style. Yeah. So we used Greywood for that and he's been fantastic. And we also did the live videos with him, um, to release the week of the single release. He, sh- he shoots some so. pretty cool stuff. He, he's you awesome. Got me yeah. turned on to him. Yeah. He's phenomenal. Just, yeah. Watching your other videos with him and just mm-hmm. super cool. Yeah. We did one out in like the middle of a field. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it, it's so great. You yeah. know, it's so yeah. different than what everyone else is maybe doing. It's you know? original. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. Talk a little bit about the, the campaign that you did mm-hmm. to get, to get this work done. So was it bandwagon and it was like an incentive based yep, for so your fans? Bandwango. And they, um, yeah, we did incentives. So we did t-shirts and, um, people who donated so much money get the single when it's Mm. released. So that's coming. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm super excited. It was humbling to see how many people were actually on board with, you know, me Mm -hmm. as an artist. Yeah. And I felt like I, I didn't really have to preach as much as I thought I would have to do. Mm -hmm. Um, and we ended the campaign, uh, Three days early, I think. Nice. Because we had already hit the goal. That's which awesome. Is, which is phenomenal. I was so grateful to everyone who messaged me and who, you know, came out from like people from high school. Yeah. Who I had no idea were even watching, you know, my music. Yeah. Yeah. Who are so excited and I have people sending me uh like pictures of them wearing my t-shirts and stuff like that. So it's been so surreal. Yeah. So fair to say something you'd recommend. Yeah. No, I definitely, I had a blast and band Twango has been awesome. Um, making sure that everything goes as planned Yeah. and promoting me and they got me into bus call a few months ago. So like there's been a lot of awesome opportunity from them. I think it's cool to see that too, because it's more of like you can take your grassroots fan base and help them create this process. And then, you almost feel like you're a part of it, right? Yeah. As a fan. Yeah. You know? Oh, it was surreal. Um, and I actually donated that just a little bit, though. I don't. <laughs> but, but I <laughs> did, did donate. You yeah. did. Yeah. No, you did. I saw that. <laughs> so, um, Thank you. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I think it's kind of cool too, and I think it's one of those things where you can go on Broadway, which is a grind, right? Like yeah. when you're playing on Broadway, it's a lot of hours. It's mm-hmm. a lot of yeah. a lot of torture on your vocals, you know, just because it's so many songs, so many nights in a row. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I think you can use that as actionable for your music career, yes. right? Like you're getting fans every time you're on Broadway playing yeah. and kicking ass, you know? Yeah. So it's, I think it's a big thing to say like, Hey, not everybody is exactly the same way, mm-hmm. but this is another way that you can kind of use that to your advantage yeah. and have the people that are believing in you from your hometown, but also the people that maybe yeah. just stopped down and saw you at Luke Bryan's bar. Yeah. You know? Oh, it's been, it's been crazy. The amount of people who want cards and who have bought t-shirts just at shows down on Broadway. Yeah. Um, Honestly, I probably wouldn't be the musician that I am if I hadn't spent the last year down yeah, there. Yeah. And I sing up to 30 hours a week. So yeah. it's, and it's tough. Like you find what your voice can go through and what it can't and what artists you can sing and which ones you, you know, you can't. Right. So, um, even with songwriting, it's really helped me cause I've really learned structure yeah. of songs, which before, unless you study it every day, like I felt right. like I was studying songs and what chords worked and you know the opportunity within that it was it's been great i'm really happy that i was kind of forced to do it because from canada i can only perform Mm -hmm. yeah so it was either that or you know i wouldn't be able to live here yeah (laughs) so let's uh let's hear one of the songs that you've been working on all right Um, which one you want to play for us first awesome so this is my new single um it's called no saddle and it's really a song literally just about me 
which I really wanted to release this one first. Itching to get away. No, this town ain't big enough for both. The living and the old gray ghost. So I'm going home. Like a tumbleweed tumbling across the open range. I come and go in a cloud of smoke like a modern day job. much talk about no saddle let's talk about that song and where it came from who you wrote it with so i wrote it with um one of my girlfriends she goes by hunter girl um she's fantastic i knew as soon as uh i thought of the idea that she would be perfect on it so i brought her in a write with davis corley and uh it we sat down the one day and you know i explained to them what i thought 
I was. And I was like, well, I really feel like a, like a drifter, a gypsy, a cowgirl. Like, I feel like a cowboy, which is um, crazy because we're not in a world like that anymore. So yeah. I was like, well, like, I live, you know, I could pack up my car and be gone tomorrow if I wanted to. So I really wanted to state that, like, nothing holds me here, but nothing holds me back either. Yeah. So No Saddle was, you know, significant to me. And that's why I chose it as the first single to come out. And I really wanted, like, the Runaway June-style song that really showcased um, me. Yeah. So that's where it came from. <laughs> so that's one of the songs on the new EP. Yes. And how many songs are going to be on that? So we, I think I'm going to do four. I am still in the midst. We did the first two, and then we'll drop them. And then by the end of the year, we should have the final two. Great. And a CD that you can actually buy, which I have not done yet. So yeah. I am super excited about that. But like I said, like I want to work with Grady. Yeah. So that was why I was like, I want to make sure that my songs are there yeah. 110% before I went to him. Yeah. And I was, I, I'd only met him the one time. So when he said he would work with me, I was shocked. Um, but so happy that he signed on. Yeah. <laughs> it's been great. He's a great guy and he works with a lot of the people that we, uh, love, right? Yes. And we kind of talked to him about that too. And it's great seeing s someone else that we love working <laughs> with them. Well, thank so you. yeah, we're, we're stoked about it. So we talked a little bit about your grind on the, the Broadway circuit. Mm -hmm. Um, so what are you, some of your favorite rounds to play outside of Broadway? Ooh, I do. So my friends run this round called Gunslinger. Yeah. On yeah. Thursdays. Yep. Um, I do find myself there pretty much every Thursday, even if I'm not playing, because yeah. it's such like a family. And, you know, I've known Baker and Jadis for years. Yep. So it's it's so nice to see, you know, the new talent and everybody books their own rounds. So you see who, you know, you can see who writes together and um, kind of the friend circuit down here. Yeah. So that was definitely one of my favorites. I also love playing Listening Room. Yeah. I've got so to play for the second time, like on my year anniversary, I got to play it again. Oh, that's so great. I was super excited. Um, it's just so, it's so nice. Like Listening Room really understands the songwriter. Yes. And they require, you know, kind of like silence yeah. from the audience, which you don't really see that a lot on Broadway. Yeah. And no, absolutely not. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Um, if you can get a crowd to stop on Broadway, that is like a, <laughs> a moment. Take oh, yeah. that in forever. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. But yeah, no, it's, it's been so much fun. And I feel like I've really come out of my comfort zone as far as singing my originals. Yeah. And I've been so excited to see other friends like cutting songs that we've written. And that was like a huge um, thing for me too. Cause I was like, I always wrote by myself in my bedroom. Yeah. Right. So just hear things on the radio. I was like, this is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and you have your first whiskey jam coming up. Yes. What's the date? Um, we're playing Valentine's day or singles awareness day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm super, super excited. We are going to do a, almost like a bluegrass style. We're going to do a very, uh, raw, I am super excited. We've got fiddle, we've got nice. cajon, yeah. and some guitar, and I wanted to leave it basic and not overdo it with like a full band. Yeah. I am so excited. Yeah. <laughs> That's a big room. It's uh, one that we've grown to absolutely love, and one of the inspirations for what has became Ray's Rowdy and the music adventure that we are on with yeah with helping discover new artists and helping promote artists that we love. Well, I hope you all can make it that night, because yeah. it's going to be... <laughs> it's gonna be a blast. Yeah, I'll be there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you just recently hit ten thousand followers on Instagram. I did. I did. Congrats. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, it looks like you have a lot of fun, like interacting with fans there. Yeah. 
tell the people that don't follow you where they need to follow you. <laughs> so you can find me under Royal Lynn Music. Uh, Royal has an E on it. I find a lot of people look it up without the E and you'd probably still find me, but... Royale. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Uh, Royal Lynn Music is everything, including my website. So you can find Facebook, YouTube, everything. Farmers only, whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And so you have some endorsements. Yes. Um, so I know that you are endorsed by the footwear and clothing brand Ariat. International. Yeah. And is there a hat company as well? Yes. Yeah, so I have uh, Rodeo King hats. I swear by them. <laughs> um, I got my first Rodeo King hat two years ago, I think. And I just fell in love. So um, I had been chatting with them and they custom made me two beautiful, beautiful hats. Oh, that's great. Oh, I was like, <laughs> I was giddy. Yeah. Like, oh, it was, it's so surreal um, to see people really take in, you know, a, a new artist. Yeah. Because obviously, like Justin Boots has George Strait. Yeah. And uh, so when I got Ariat, I was shocked, like absolutely shocked. And I actually just got a, a leatherworks company offered to make me custom chaps. Oh, that's awesome. So I, yeah. <laughs> I'll be able to cowboy up sooner or later. Yeah. <laughs> well, congratulations on all these endorsements. Thank it's you. Really cool. And you have your own merchandise for sale. Yes. So where can people find that? So it's all on my website, or if you catch me at a show, I always have some on me. Um, but you like royallynnmusic.com, you can order them, and I even uh, ship out to out of country. So if you are in Canada, you can order it. Take it back to the homeland. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, I had a lot of orders go out when we did the crowdfundme that mm -hmm. went to yeah. Canada, and I had some in Norway. It was great. Oh, that's awesome. It was fantastic. It's cool to see how far country music spreads, like for our podcast too, like with the listens and things. Yeah. It's really interesting to see... Um, people in China are listening to our yeah. podcast and just crazy things that you don't even think about, you know? It's crazy. It's, you know, the market is just insane. The internet has just opened up so many doors. Yeah. Um, for artists too. It's crazy. And who are some of the artists that you absolutely love? I know, you know, we've talked about some, <laughs> but... Uh, I am a huge Cody Johnson fan. Yeah. Um, right from the start. So he was playing in Canada probably like three or four years ago. So I had yeah. already known who he was. And then I got here and people started talking about him again. And I was like, oh my goodness, like I loved this guy. And, you know, he's about to open so many doors for Western people yeah. like myself. Yeah. Um, so I am super excited about the new album. One of my biggest goals is to open for Cody Johnson. Yeah. That is top of my list. <laughs> yeah. We, we know, like, uh, Job is open for Kojo. Yes. And... Like, I am so jealous. Yeah. That's, he's, uh, and again, like, I think the, a lot of the music that we love fits in that same window. Yes. You know, I'm a big Texas country and red yeah. dirt fan myself. Mm -hmm. And, mm -hmm. uh, I, I think a lot of the music that I'm drawn to from Nashville can sit in that world too. Yes. You know? So yeah. it's, it's, uh, it's, it's cool to see your, your light grow and mm -hmm. your, you know, original music start shining again. Yeah. We just thank you so much for for being here with us. Oh, no, thank you. All right, so we're going to wrap up with one last single, uh, yeah. Alcatraz. Yeah. Going to play for us? Yeah. So this is, uh, right now, it's my only love song, and it's compared to Alcatraz, so you can see how that went. We thought we'd
about that one yeah. that one's like my one love song i guess i dig it thank dig you it thank you well guys thank you so much for listening make sure as we said you contact royal lynn on the internet and follow her on mm-hmm. all of her escapades and in this career <laughs> we call music and if you like the podcast make sure you subscribe to it so you can hear more great artists like royal and hopefully some of her friends as they come up this is nikki team we'll see you in the front row royal